Alright, welcome everybody back to the Friday Night Podcast for Friday, October 29, 2021. Oh my days, only another three weeks until the freaking uh, one year anniversary special. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, I am. That's right. Uh, it's gonna be, I don't know, I don't know what it's gonna be, to be honest. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, oh, there's so many things to talk about. As there is every week. Um, Alright, so. One thing that really pissed me off that happened yesterday... Um, so I've been using my MacBook in the way of, um, basically pretty much always connecting it to, or as often as possible, I connect my freaking MacBook to my, the, my charger, you know, uh, with my charger. However, I accidentally in an attempt to get away as in. I was going to my room, then I saw a bug, and then I wanted to get something to help me get the bug out of the ho- out of the apartment. In that attempt, I accidentally, with my foot, I dragged the cable. The MacBook fell with the cable, and by the way, the MacBook is fine, which is great. Uh, there might be a couple of scratches, maybe I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I cannot see anything to be honest, uh, but it basically, unfortunately, fell on top of the cable. Ooh, I think I see scratched it. Yeah, fuck. Shit. There's a scratch. There's a little bit of a bump in. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Yeah, so I saw a little bit of a bump there, unfortunately. Ah, for the first time ever, that, that actually pisses me off. Uh, but it's 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 you wouldn't notice it unless you were looking for something. Right, it's very small, but you know it happened. Uh, I cannot change it, so that's a bit sad and it annoys me. But other than that, the MacBook's fine. The cable, however. It's 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 uh it's quite bendy like it's uh it doesn't look it doesn't look right you know if I did a video podcast I I'd be able to show you uh so I I should probably at some point get myself a new cable but for now it charges just fine um there's nothing wrong with the charging process. It doesn't look right though. It doesn't feel right, but it charges without a problem, so that's good. Um, it, it just makes me upset. It just makes me upset the fact that that that. that uh, okay, I can definitely see that that, that bump. Uh huh. It, it's a it's a very small one though. Granted, you know, it's a very small one. Um, but when you know it's there, you constantly keep looking at it, right? <laughs> well, 
I guess that's just how it's gonna be. Oh, there's a software update. All right, let me let me do that then. Um, on Mac OS. What? Twelve point one three gigabytes? Are you mad? That's Mac OS Monterey uh, twelve point oh point one. Jeez. All right then. I guess I'm gonna plug it in and then up up freaking upgrade twelve. Dude, who releases a uh, freaking software update that's 12.13 gigabytes big? That's insane. That's actually kind of mad, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, now with the crooked cable, I'm going to put it in. See, the power supply, the power supply, um, or the power adapter as it is called, looks perfectly fine. Yep, I don't see a problem with it to be honest. Um, uh, it's, just, it's just the cable that, that, that it's a bit that is a bit uh, not great. Also, uh, oh, I haven't told you this, guys. Um, I, I, I reserved my tickets. Oh, wait, hold on, but I'm not gonna talk about movies just yet, or at least I can mention it on. Uh, don't worry, we're gonna talk quite a bit about movies today. Um, oh, what's going on with my hand? Jesus Christ, I should really like put some cream on my... Cream? Is it cream? Creme. Creme de la creme. <laughs> I should... My, my, my skin is so freaking uh, dry. Um... So it's actually it's actually pretty insane. Yeah, I guess some cream. Yeah, some ointment. There you go. Some some cream ointment, whatever you call it. Uh, gotta put some on it, cause my yeah I I have dry skin. That that that's that's one like especially in my hand area, like on my hands. Um, yeah, they get dry. But also my lips, you know, they're dry too. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, on freaking Monday at twelve oh one a.m. Right. So past midnight, I freaking uh, reserved the tickets or one ticket, to be exact. Yep gonna be just me going to the movie theater this time and I'm excited I really am excited funnily enough this is actually the first time I'm going to the movie theater alone since and by the way I usually go alone that you know it's not like that that's a rarity but goddamn this is the first time I'm going alone to see a movie in the movie theater since 2019's Joker in October of 2019. Right, because I saw Jumanji The Next Level and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker Trash uh, with my friend on the same day. And before then, it was Joker. Right. So yeah. Um, it's going to be my first time in the movie in the movie theater again alone though um 
but yeah, for Eternals, and in order not to get spoiled, uh, you know, I've already gotten kind of spoiled, at least about one actor playing a certain character, and that actor is not a typical actor, you know, I'm not gonna say who, obviously, but that actor playing a certain um, beloved family member of a character, you know, so I'm annoyed that I got spoiled for that, but yeah, in order not to get spoiled anymore, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I decided to freaking uninstall um, Snapchat, I'm also gonna do that with Twitter and Instagram, yes, I will. And then I guess I can install them again. So, um, but yeah, I'm watching it on Saturday. Um, and I'm pretty damn excited. Eternals, nice. The reviews have kind of, I don't know, I'm a little, a little confused by the reviews. Like, they're not that positive. But I feel like that's a good thing, you know. So this might be, this might mean either the film's actually really not that good or the film is freaking amazing and it's an absolute gem, right? Yeah, I mean, come on, they've, the, the freaking critics on Rotten Tomatoes, dude, I don't believe Rotten Tomatoes anyways, I think that's total horseshit anyways, cause, cause what, what does it tell you? What does it tell you? Let's go on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Alright. Let's go on to Star Wars The Last Jedi. One of the most hated films in all of Star Wars. Well, guess what? It has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, what so many people don't understand about that rating of 91% is that it doesn't mean... Um, that people give it a freaking 91%. It's not like the average critic rating is a 91%. No, that just means that 91% of the critics that saw Star Wars The Last Jedi recommend it. That's it. It doesn't tell you how much they like it. They might only like it a bit and just recommend it. But that 91% might also be people that absolutely love it. That 91% just tells you, all right, 91 out of 100 people recommend for people to watch. Recommend the film for, for people to watch. That's all it means. Or, 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 or that they liked it, you know. Now, I don't understand why people take uh, Rotten Tomatoes so freaking seriously. I don't think it should be taken seriously all that much, to be honest. No, I think the IMDb score should be way more um, freaking looked at by people and like all those websites that care about that sort of shit. I don't, I don't give a shit about the, because look at it, Star Wars The Last Jedi film, that is actually trash. They gave it a 91%. The audience rating 
42%. That means only 42 out of the 100 people like the film. Which is still blasphemous to me. How could those 42 like it? That film should have a 0%, really. Um, where did they put the... Um, oh, there you go. Okay. Okay, but... Alright. However, if we go to The Last Jedi... It has an average rating on Rotten Tomatoes by all critics of an 81 out of 10. So that's the average rating. So that's actually very strong, which is crazy shit. What the frick were they thinking? The, 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 the you know, the average critic gave... The, the, see, that's the actual average rating. It's still stupid. You know, that film is garbage. I don't understand how... Whatever, dude. I know, it's subjective. Um, right, and... Uh, oh, this is interesting. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is interesting uh, piece of uh, info. Um, the tomato meter, which is for critics is not as strict as the audience score now what what that means is if you look into that the tomato meter which is obviously for the critics uh that's the percentage of approved tom oh sorry that's for uh, top critics um oh no it isn't uh the percentage of approved tomato meter critics who have given this movie a positive review so a 6 out of 10 is a positive review. You know? Heck, you could even get away with saying uh, it's a 5 out of 10 and, and may somehow make it positive by saying, even though I didn't necessarily love this film, I still... Like, you could phrase it... I'm making an example here, alright? I'm giving you a little first pitch, I guess. Um, even though I didn't necessarily love this film, I would still recommend it for people to watch because it has plenty of fun enjoyment in it and um, even I caught myself laughing uh, quite a couple of times then and, and then you give your rating let's say 5 out of 10 now 5 out of 10 doesn't sound great that's not a great rating that's not a good rating it's an average mediocre rating right it's neither good nor bad however that sounds like a pretty damn positive review so with that review, Rotten Tomatoes themselves decide whether they label it as a positive, a fresh review, or a negative, a rotten review. Now that's, again, it's not a positive review, but you could get away with a 5 out of 10 as a fresh rating. And that would then bump it up, the, the tomato meal score, obviously. Now, if you go over to the audience score, you'll see that that is quite a bit more, quite a bit stricter. Um, the audience score. The percentage of users who rated this 3.5 stars or higher. By the way, 3.5 stars out of 10, uh, uh, sorry, out of 5, which is a 7 out of 10. 3.5 out of 5 is a, is a 7 out of 10. So this means, and this does not, this does not comply with my um, rating system, by the way. No, 
because uh, you know, in my opinion, a six out of ten is a totally positive review. But according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's not. Well, according to Rotten Tomatoes, when it comes to the audience score, you know, I don't, I don't agree with that. Well, part this might partially be a reason uh, for, or a part a reason for that might be that a lot of people just love giving out the highest possible ratings and the lowest possible ratings, and. Uh, when somebody gives the gives it like a three out of ten, it's kind of like uh, they didn't really like it all that much, but they're being kind of nice about the rating, right? Um, so I guess that that's why I still find it uh, quite weird. Um, so somebody who gave it a three out of five, which I think is a positive review, definitely is a six out of ten, is now considered as a as a as a negative review by Rotten Tomatoes themselves now this is a, a flawed system within Rotten Tomatoes clearly exposed right I just did <laughs> um, dude I, I swear if I made a YouTube video out of this like I could make hundreds and thousands of views honestly and maybe at some point Dude, I swear somebody's gonna steal the idea and do it already. Uh, whatever, I don't care. Do I? I actually care a little bit, not gonna lie. I'm gonna freaking sue you if you do that shit. Uh, <laughs> this is public information. I wouldn't go anywhere with this, honestly. Uh, this would go nowhere, yeah. The, the lawsuit, that's for sure. 42% uh, you know, uh, for Star Wars The Last Jedi. Now, if we go over to... Um, and by the way, audience score average rating of a 2.6 out of 5. Now, that's obviously not good. Um, the Rise of Skywalker, where the critics were smarter. They were way smarter than the freaking audience, which were stupid. Clearly. Because guess what? Styles The Rise of Skywalker. Um... Credit rating a 52%. A 52%. From all the critics. That's a 6 with a 6.1 out of 10 average rating. If you go over to the um, top critics, that's 88 uh, top critics, it's a 43% and uh, an average rating of a 5.9 out of 10. Now, if you go over to the audience, those idiots have it at an eighty-six percent. The rise of Sky, the sorry, the rise of trash Skywalker, the trash rise of Skywalker. That's what it should be called. With an average rating of a four point three out of ten out of five, and then including and all the entire audience, like no, not even the verified audience. 76% still and 3.9 out of 5. That's insane. That's absolutely bonkers, honestly. Wow. Can't believe it. That's actually blasphemous shit, honestly. Unfreaking believable. How dare they? This is way worse, by the way, than, than, than giving The Last Jedi a positive review. Giving The Rise of Skywalker a positive review? 
something must be seriously wrong with you because that that film just trashes on everything the Star Wars mythology that the Star Wars universe has ever built. Everything. Everything destroys it. Destroys it. That piece of garbage. How could you possibly endorse this film? And, uh, like, I love how people give, give um, the audience, uh, the freaking critics, shit for, for uh, rating the... Um, Giving uh, the last Jedi a positive review. Well, what about the asshole idiot majority who gave the Rise of Skywalker a positive review? The audience, not the critics. This time it was, it was the other way around. And the Rise of Skywalker is way worse. Way worse than the last Jedi. Way worse than the last Jedi. Oh my god. The Last Jedi at least is daring and tries things. Doesn't do them well, but it tries it. And it tries to give you new stuff. The Rise of Skywalker has no idea what it wants to be. It's a mess. Script, trash. The ideas, trash. Concept, trash. It's so many wasted opportunities. Of a, a, an a, a, tr a sequel trilogy that has no idea what it wants to do, no real objective. They didn't have any clue what they were doing, and it clearly showed an absolute disaster of a film and an insult to Star Wars fans. Oh, God. And now, if we go over to Eternals, um, that film currently has a 61% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now I believe when a film has 59% or lower, that film is then considered to be rotten. I believe 60% is still fresh. Um, again, I don't give a shit about this. It's a 5.9 out of 10 average rating by all the critics so far and a 5.4 out of 10 by the top critics, 52%. Um, that's not good. No. Um, those are not, but those are not trash reviews, really. Those are just... That just means that Eternals is a mixed bag. Now, I'm still looking forward to this. I, I think this is going to be a marvelous film. Um, and I think this might just work exceptionally well for me, honestly. I think this film is gonna work exceptionally well and I'm genuinely really 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 excited for it and I think it's gonna be marvelous a lot of fun uh, and it's gonna be a beautiful world building the the Marvel Cinematic Universe focus here on universe is gonna expand massively um, ah, heck, since, since I'm talking about movies, let's talk about the movies I saw this week and obviously me reviewing a certain film that I saw, uh, but before that, here's a commercial. Oh, it's not a commercial, it's just me drinking water. Mmm. Mmm. Mmm.
so good. Fucking water. Okay. Well, this has been a great week for me as a as a, a film fan because I got to see so 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 many good films that I've absolutely loved. Jesus Christ! This freaking macOS Monterey software update is gonna take an uh, another hour. Are you kidding me? That's insane. Uh, okay, all right. Let's go to me my IMDb page so I can kind of look up my uh, recent activity, my recent uh, ratings. Right? Let's do that. Let's do that real quick. All right. Check it out. Okay, cool. Let's go down. 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 By the way, I've watched quite a bit of South Park. I am now in the middle of season uh, 20. Season 20. That's right. That is no, not a joke. I'm in the middle of season at the end of season 20 of South Park. That is amazing. Um, gosh, where should I begin? I, I did forget to mention last week that I saw The Incredibles and it truly was uh, a little bit of a pun intended incredible uh, it was so great oh it was incredible it truly was incredible though you know like when I th thought about the film I was like this film was incredible and I didn't even intend the pun uh, by the way uni started off again so uh, that was fun by the way it felt it was weird like um, I was supposed to, oh, the book of, e oh, okay, I just found a, a, another film I saw this week, my god, this has been a great movie week for me, um, let me, let me, hold up, 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 what did I want to, oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Check this out, gallery. Gallery. Um, check this out. Check this out. Hold on. Um, by the way, since yesterday, I believe, I am now an uncle. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry, I don't have a freaking whistle to celebrate, so I have to whistle myself. And I'm looking at him and he's so cute. I'm an uncle now for the first time ever. Ever? Right. What's well, weird, technically, like, because I have a, like a 20, 20 year old, 21 year old younger son, uh, younger son, younger cousin, uh, but he, uh, I mean, at that point, I could call him my nephew, right? So. Because the age gap is already that big, it's insane. Like even my my um, oldest cousin of the four, I have so many cousins. Um, like she's uh, ten years younger than me. Like I kind of see myself as an uncle to her, not really as a cousin anymore. Not not quite. Nah, a bit of a mix, a little bit of a mix to be honest. But with him, it's like. By the way, this is not like a. Pr I'm not a proper uncle, I guess. No. Because um, I don't have any uh, siblings. But this is my... Um, Freaking... Uh, cousin's baby. Cousin's son. And since I view my... Uh, that 
side of the my cousins, which is oh, dude, I know it's complicated. Was well, uh, technically not complicated if I told you the names, but I'm not gonna uh, forget about that for sure. Um, yeah, so so uh, but since I view them as kind of as my sisters, uh, yeah, at least half sisters, kind of, kind of, a little bit, you know. Uh, that, that, that's why I then view myself as an uncle to him. I mean, come on, he's like, I'm, I'm 21 years old, 21 years older than him, you know? I think I, I've earned the right to call myself an uncle. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, for sure. I mean, they don't even have a brother. So, if you were, like, biologically speaking, I guess they don't have an, they none of their kids can have uncles. If, you know, biologically speaking, so yeah. But yeah, it's, it's great feeling, man. Another member to the family. Let's go, champ. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's cool. It's cool. Absolutely. I just wanted to mention that. Um, I talked about the, the MacBook cable thing, which was really annoying. Uh, so upsetting, honestly. Just because I wanted to freaking uh, take a bug out of my freaking out of the apartment yeah bug me or whatever um what is this oh okay hold up hold on hold on hold on i uh, screenshotted a couple of things didn't i by the way uh, there's a quote i found uh joe rogan posted it it's a turkish proverb um all right the turkish proverb uh saying the forest was shrinking, but the trees kept voting for the axe, for the axe was clever and convinced the trees that because his handle was made of wood, he was one of them. Or he was one of them. Look at me. Uh, yeah, that was a really nice quote, I think. Yeah, the forest was shrinking, but the trees, you know, obviously because, the, 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 because of the axe kept cutting down the trees obviously that's what the axe is for the for therefore the forest was shrinking but the trees kept voting for the axe so the, those people that are were getting fucked over basically this is a metaphor obviously so basically it is about people voting for a president that fucks them over for the axe was clever and convinced the trees that because his handle was made of wood, he was one of them. And uh, that's the thing. The president convincing the people that we're all human beings, we're all fellow Christians or whatever, believers or whatever, Americans, we're all Americans. We're in this, in what you know, together, right? You know what they say. Yeah. Now it's kind of that metaphor for leadership. Um, and I'm not like basing this on the freaking American presidency at all. No, no, no. But, you know, it's just that the manipulation, you know, where you got to, you know, you got to watch out. Absolutely. Um, you know, what was also funny. Um, so for the first time ever, I, I, I went, I, I had a lesson on freaking campus on uni, right? So 
I, I basically texted this to my friend um, about 15 minutes, 14 minutes before the lesson, my first lesson on campus would start. Um, you know what's hilarious? For the first time ever, I am on campus at my uni. Well, for a lesson. You know what I wrote about, I don't know, a couple of hours later in, on my freaking Instagram story? I said, while sharing this, I said, you know what's also funny? It was not on campus. Yep, that's right. The lesson was not on campus. <laughs> I was like so looking forward to it, like, oh my God, for the first time ever, I'm going to a freaking campus for a lesson. And then it's not on campus. Which I found out after I asked someone, somebody uh, at uni on campus. Uh, uh, you know, I was like, is this the Red House? Uh, I'm not going to give any more like intel on this, by the way. Uh, or be any more specific. I'm just calling it the Red House. So, I said, is this the Red House? And then she said, no, 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 this is not the Red House. And then in my head, I was like... Fuck. No! I got here perfectly on time and now, no! Um, <laughs> so then she described the way to me and, and I was like, you gotta go down, you gotta go left, and you gotta go down. And then at some point uh, when you're in the city, it's on the right side. And I was like, okay, okay. In my head, I was like, all right, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna just pull up Google Maps, which is what I did. And um, then I found it. I found the freaking uh, house, the red house, right? Oh, dude, the red house sounds so cool, honestly. Um, and I found it, and I uh, and then wh while I was in that house, I was searching for the freaking room because there were like a thousand rooms. What what it felt like with multiple freaking uh, stages, right? So yeah, then there was a, another girl and we were kind of just looking around for it. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And then finally we found it and we got about, we got there about uh, five minutes late or something like that. And I basically told her, um, <laughs> I told the professor, well, yeah, I was accidentally on campus. <laughs> yeah, so but that was nice. That was nice. Uh, it was great though, it was great. Like, dude, I swear, the first like 20 minutes when I was there felt like I was back in elementary school first grade. I'm not joking, it, it felt just like that. It, it felt just like first grade. Yeah, because it was like, oh my god, I've never felt this type of thing before. I've never had it, this is so new to me, oh my god, you know. And then at the end, it kind of felt like uh, the, the, the final couple of years I had in English at school, which is a great thing, by the way, because I love that time. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's my little in input on my little uni experience. You know, it's also pissing me off. I had to freaking drive on a bus for, I had to drive there for an hour. And uh, dude, you know, it's the worst thing ever, driving on a bus like that. Uh it's not even that old, but buses just don't, I, I just don't like buses, man. They don't, it's like, I don't usually get sick 
in a car or in a vehicle. But my taste, that bus made me feel, uh made me feel, made me feel sick. I gotta be honest, made me feel bad. Yeah, and I was like, man, why can there not be a train route? Which they once was, but they closed it down because I don't know why. I don't know why. But thankfully, the Green Party is kind of trying to freaking uh, get it reopened again. And I, ju I really want it to freaking reopen because I don't want to freaking get on that stupid ass bus all the freaking time. Yeah, just, just use the freaking train, man. That's the dream right there. It was also not an hour, then maybe like half an hour. Because the bus freaking... Oh, dude. It, it freaking uh, stops everywhere. And it does not take the fastest route. No, I do that's, Yeah. So, as you can tell, I'm not a fan of buses. I, I've ne I never was, no. No. Um... So there you go, that's my little input on that. Uh, I'm very feel. I'm feel, I'm very feel. Check out, hold on. Oh yeah. We have the douchebag called Mark Zuckerberg. He, him announcing Facebook's new name, Meta. 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 Guess what? It's still gonna be trash. Only because you're renaming Facebook to Meta. I guess it, because it was dragged through the mud like it has for so many months now. Now you think this is gonna change anything? It's still gonna be the shitty ass Facebook. But to be fair, he did announce a couple of interesting, interesting things. Such as communicating with VR. To, with other people and um, playing games in VR like GTA San Andreas in VR okay now I don't really know how this is gonna work um, it's interesting like I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I am intrigued. Um, my days, I'm looking at the 2010 MacBook and I'm just thinking to myself, what the heck are the speakers? Where are they? The 2010 MacBook. I don't see them, but the 2021 MacBook, especially the 16 inch model, dude, those speakers are insane. Absolutely bananas. Honestly. Oh wow, it's it's a quite bit thinner the 2021 version. Yeah, I'm just looking at a comparison of a guy that freaking uploaded it. But then again, it had all those slots, which to be fair, the 2021 MacBook does have quite a few more of now. Um, it is a nice device, though. I gotta say, the 2021 MacBook is a nice. Um, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice, really nice laptop, honestly, I gotta be honest, I gotta be honest, yeah, for sure, 
Yeah, well, um... What did I want to say? Hold up. Facebook's new name, right? They're calling it the Metaverse. Like the Spider-Verse, they're calling it the Metaverse. The Metaverse. I don't know, man. You guys know I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. And what are you going to do about the privacy thing, huh? What are you going to do about that? You're collecting all this shitty-ass data, which, by the way, I have something to say about that. I have something to say about that. This is an article on Forbes. Uh, basically, with the title, if you want to look it up, just type, type this following title in. Why you should delete your Facebook app, uh, written by Zach Doffman. With uh, two F's and one N. Um, and basically, one qu one quote says, um, "A stark new warning for almost all iPhone users, as Facebook is currently uh, suddenly caught secretly." Harvesting sensitive data without anyone realizing and worse. There's no way to stop this especially invasive tracking other than by deleting the app if you want to read the, the full article you can do that, but this is pretty damn Dude, so that means even if you've never signed in before They can freaking uh basically read everything that you're doing and, and and fucking sell your data that's what facebook does you know and that's why i don't like whatsapp instagram i don't like instagram i mm -mm, i really don't the, the there's only one more there's only one main reason why why i still have instagram and that's not even the freaking um uh podcast promotion part anymore because let's be honest nobody's gonna listen to this podcast anymore and this um, the, the main reason is just because i stay in contact with a couple of people from all around the world you know like a couple of americans i, I i'm uh, like once in a while you know like i send them a couple of posts or one post and then i'll write them something then they'll write something back and then we have a t quick little conversation for those quick little convos, I still have Instagram. That's the only reason why. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to promote my podcast. But if I, let's say, had another platform, a different platform for which I could use to communicate with them, then I would not have Instagram anymore. Simple as that. Now, you know what's also awesome? Now, you guys know... I'm a huge, huge South Park fan. I'm at the end of freaking, um, I'm at the end of freaking season 24 and, um, you, of South Park and they have something new announced and that new thing is, well, I mean, we already knew about this. I believe I talked about it uh, a couple of months ago, many months ago. That um, the South Park creators, the South Park duo, Trey Parker and, Ma and Matt Stone, who have been uh, doing South Park 
creating South Park for over 22 years now, that which is amazing. Um, across 24 seasons, one movie. Now they have, they, they have announced, um, or, or actually many months ago they announced, that they would make... Um, that they would make uh, 14 South Park movies in the next seven years. So until 2027, right, because 2021, two movies then, 2022, two movies then, that's, four, that's two movies a year, all right? So they announced 14 movie south park movies that would be around an hour long 14 south park movies uh for the next seven years uh well now it's for the next six years obviously until 2027 um plus for the show to continue until season 30 which is amazing so another what that's another six seasons i don't know what they're gonna do with their 24th season because it all only has two episodes still. So I'm a little, a little confused about that. Um, but yeah, that's absolutely incredible. Like, wow, dude. That, that's insane, right? Um, and the first of 14 South Park movies is coming out on November 25th. That's only um, three and a half more weeks. Now that's great news to me. As a South Park fan, and it's a, and it's gonna release on Paramount Plus, which unfortunately is not available in Germany, and unfortunately, it's gonna be available. Well, thankfully it's gonna be available next year, but unfortunately it's not gonna be available as a separate streaming service. Rather, but rather, uh, it's gonna be within Sky Ticket, which you guys know I hate with a burning passion in my heart. Um. So yeah, but you know, I guess I'm gonna have to get myself that then uh, for a month or whatever, you know, so I can watch it. Cause you you already know I'm not gonna pass up that opportunity to watch some more South Park. And besides, I'm still not done yet. So I, I would definitely still take a little more time until I done with South Park until season 24. But I, I'm beyond excited about it. And that first South Park movie is gonna be about the boys living in a post COVID world. Which, by the way, sounds epic to me. That, I, that, that sounds like great news to me, honestly. And um, the second South Park movie is dropping in December. So, wow. Okay. All of a sudden, you're not releasing any South Park material. And now you're releasing two South Park films within four weeks, right? Within four to five weeks. That's insane. <laughs> But hey, if you if you do it, I'm gonna be damn happy with you. All right, that's that's great. That's great, and um, I'm happy about this. I'm very 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 am, very very am. Uh, I'm I'm very very feel about this honestly, absolutely. And um, you know what's also what, what what's worth talking about is um, oof. You guys know uh, I'm not a fan of... Do you guys know that? I don't know. Bob Chapek, Disney, the Disney CEO. Now, for many years, Disney had a really good CEO. That man's name was Bob Iger. Bob Iger was a very competent, 
um, CEO of Disney, who was very, very respected by his employees, the actors, um, and everybody working with him, you know, uh, was a much more uh, friendly, peaceful, happy atmosphere. But with Bob Chapek coming in at the end of 2020, I believe, things kind of, you know, um, yeah, well, they, they kind of went downhill with Disney, you know, they, they, they were not that good, no. And so basically, um, I, oh, it wasn't the end of 2020. Well, I think it was the end of 2020, actually, when he... No, I think it was... No, early 2020 then, I guess. Okay. Well, basically, this is what... There's a petition out there for Disney to fire Disney CEO Bob Chapek. Now, don't you... Let me read this out loud, this petition. Um... So, so you guys kind of understand the problem if you don't know it already. Bob Chapek beca uh, became the chairman of Parks and Resorts for Disney in 2015. All right, that is for the Disney parks, uh, the, like Disneyland, I believe, and all, all, all of them. Not all of Disney, no. He has consistently made decisions that decrease the, the quality of what is put into the parks and also ones that favor using intellectual properties instead of original attractions. He consistently put himself and money above the product and quality of the company. Now that's a red flag right there. That's a red flag. In early 2020, he became the CEO of, Walt, of the Walt Disney Company, which was extremely concerning. Bob Chapek has made an excessive amount of budget cuts, even with the COVID-19 pandemic being considered. Budget cuts began before the pandemic began, before the pandemic began, and increased. He recently reinstated full executive salaries at Disney and also has laid off over 28,000 employees throughout the company. And now he is moving the focus to Disney Plus, the current big moneymaker, instead of keeping the parks at high quality. Normally, you would think to keep the quality of the parks during a time of decreased revenue, but he is concerned about what will make him the most money quickest. What will make him the most money quickest. In the quickest way possible. Dude, come on, English. Uh... <laughs> I guess maybe it works. I don't know. Maintenance at the parks has also gotten its worst under JPEG and is not getting better. JPEG has proven he doesn't care about the quality and legacy of Disney. Josh DeMauro, the current chairman uh, of um, Parks and Resorts, has not been able to do much under current circumstances but has been very involved in the parks, assuring quality, greeting guests, and even riding through new attractions to assure high quality. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. But that's not Bob Chapek, that's Josh DeMauro. He even went out of his way to console and apologize to cast members throughout Disney World and Disneyland that were affected, affected by the layoff. 
the final paragraph, so far he has proven an interest and commitment to the parts and a want to make them better. While he hasn't been there long, he has made a wonderful impression and could be a good replacement for Mr. Chapek. There are also pro probably many other executives in Disney that they could make their new CEO, Bob, uh, that they could make their new CEO. Bob Chapek is hurting and tarnishing the name of the company and needs to be removed. Uh, oh, okay, there's a little bit of, a, I guess, an epilogue. Um, growing support. As of the past 24 hours, this was written two days ago, this petition has gotten a lot of support. It's even rumored that some former Imagineers have begun to pass this petition around. I believe what that means, former uh, Disney employees, I think. Um, former Imagineers have begun to pass this petition around. This is amazing. While this petition alone won't do much, bringing attention to those like Disney employees, shareholders, and others who can convince Disney to make change is something that this petition can do. Since I made this petition, many other things have happened within the company that are worth mentioning, like treatment of actors, actresses. Remember the Scarlett Johansson situation, guys? When um, she was basically offered um, a certain amount of money, like a cut of the box office, but then Disney basically violated, that was uh, Bob Chapek's decision, um, to basically just say, you know what, no, we're releasing this film on Disney Plus simultaneously uh, with premiere access uh, instead of having a, a full theatrical run, an exclusive theatrical run, which was promised to Mr. S Mrs. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, obviously. Um... So there was this whole lawsuit situation going around, if you remember about, uh, that. Uh, Disney offered uh, 20 million uh, for, to... Um, Disney offered tw uh, Scarlett Johansson 20 million, she turned it down. Uh, now they've uh, reached an agreement, but that was a huge disaster, basically. Um, to the point where even other creators that have worked with Disney, like the directors of... Um, uh, freaking uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame, the Russo brothers, where they have even voiced their concern for um, working with Disney again or doing another, making another Marvel film, hold on, um, so that they wouldn't do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the concern, right? Continue. All right. Hold on. I got to do this. So this is for the freaking... Um, about 58 minutes remaining now. My days. This is a huge software update. This must be some software update. <laughs> um, okay. 57 minutes. Okay. Uh, 56 now. Uh, how, oh my day, I've been doing this for th 53 minutes straight. Cheers! That's crazy. Uh, so yeah. So that is a serious concern. Oh, 56. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. 
That is a serious concern. Um, and other employees that transferred to, to Lake Nona, Florida, and many other business decisions that hurt the case, the cast, and the magic making. Please continue to sign and pass this petition around to tell Disney that we will not accept anything less than the magic we have come to expect over the past almost century. And the only way to do that is to change upper management. And I 100% agree with this. Uh, over 51,000 people have already signed this petition. Uh, and we'll see whether it continues. Uh, I gave my little input on the whole Bob Chapek Disney situation on Twitter. What I wrote, um, I wrote a petition for the Disney board to fire Disney CEO Bob Chapek. I don't usually like seeing people lose their jobs, but when a person is not looking out for his employees, cutting their salaries and doing a bunch of other blasphemous shit, <laughs> including hiring uh, unqualified people while getting rid of the really talented ones, then you have got to go. This is for the sake of the future of Disney, its current and future employees with all the great talent to back it up. This is what I believe. Uh, is yeah, yeah. Th th that that's my statement on the whole uh, Bob Chapek Disney situation. Um. Yeah. So. So yeah. Hold on. I I, I want to read something. All right. So let's continue. Um. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. What we got? What, what did I want to talk about? Uh, what was I talking about, actually? I was talking about the Disney situation, right? Bob Chapek, yeah, sure. Um, let's move on from that. Uh, talk about something. Let's, heck, let's freaking hurry up, all right, with this podcast. Um, and let's talk about the movies. Let's go. Let's just do it. I just want to tell you. How many freaking good films I saw this week. By the way, all of, all of these films, um, I've given 7 out of 10s to. That's not true. First of all, I got to, I finally got to see The Conjuring uh, Universe. Well, some of them I had already seen, like the first Conjuring film, the second one, and the first Annabelle film. I've already seen them like countless uh, times before. Um, but Annabelle Creation and Annabelle Comes Home I hadn't seen before so I decided to watch The Conjuring for like the fifth time still scary uh, it was a good film uh, really good The Conjuring 2 I watched it for a second time I enjoyed it a lot I, also a good film 7 out of 10 Annabelle 5 Annabelle Creation 6 Annabelle Comes Home a real disappointment five um oh my god so many good movies i saw uh because this week or, or for the past week i'm talking since saturday last week until today friday yes i've seen a film today um i've seen the following films every single one of them have received a seven out of ten from me the Book of Eli. Finally got around to seeing that film after I've been wanting to watch that film for like seven years. Awesome. Um, 
7 out of 10 from the Book of Eli. The Conjuring, the first Conjuring film, lovely film, 7 out of 10. The Conjuring 2, lovely sequel, fantastic sequel, 7 out of 10. Training Day, finally saw Training Day. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Awesome, awesome film, also a 7 out of 10, real classic right there. Uh, modern classic. Absolutely. The Usual Suspects saw that film yesterday. What a film. Also, strong film. 7 out of 10. Very, very nice. That's, an ult That's the ultimate classic right there, The Usual Suspect. Um, that, that actually has uh, the potential to make it up to an 8. It has the potential. Uh, I gotta rewatch it just like Fight Club. I gotta rewatch that, but I'm gonna space it out. I'm probably gonna do that in 2022. Uh, Ex Machina, I saw yesterday night, uh, last night, yesterday night, who says that, idiot, uh, I saw that last night, Ex Machina, freaking loved it, ah, oh, dude, it was good, 7, another 7 out of 10, and finally, um, today, I, I, I re-watched the film, I watched the film for the freaking, like, my fourth, probably fifth time, maybe, I don't know, fourth or fifth time, maybe fifth time, Fifth time, I'm guessing, possibly, Cloud Atlas. That's right. I've always been a, I dude. I and I still cannot believe that film, um, is rated 12 plus in Germany. I have no idea what the German FSK FSK, they they basically give the freaking ratings for uh, uh, for for movies, um. There's also one for, for uh, video games, but it's not the FSK, it's the USK, or USK, right, um, it's basically like Peggy, you know, uh, yeah, j j like Peggy, uh, Peggy 6, uh, no, sorry, it's Peggy 7, you know, Peggy 16, Peggy 18, or is it Peggy 15? Peggy, no, I believe there's a Peggy 16. Yeah, there is a Peggy 16, definitely. And a Peggy 18. And a Peggy 12? I think so. And then there's a Peggy 7. And I don't think there's a Peggy 0. Because in German, there's actually the stupid rating of 0. Which is dumb. I mean, that basically just means that there's no restriction, I guess, you know, age restriction. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But, you know, nobody should watch a film when they're zero-year-old baby. You know, people, like, kids should only start watching TV. And it depends. You know, it depends what they watch. If they watch something like um, Thomas the Tank Engine, which I watched... When I was like, I don't know, four years old, three, maybe even three, not sure. But I loved it, loved, loved it. Caillou, do you guys know that? Or is it a German show? Uh, and I have to look this up. I really want to know. That, that, that's the thing. I want to know whether Caillou is a, is a, is a, is a, it's a, It's not a German show, but it's a terribly rated show. Very low rating. I am shocked. 
4.0 out of 10 on average. That is shocking to me. Dude, Ashura, there's this one guy giving this uh, show a 1 out of 10 Caillou. Uh, if you ever needed a reason to stay a virgin, <laughs> trying to convince your family that you don't want kids, here's all the evidence you need. Wait, what? Trying to convince your family? Here's all the evidence you need. Kids watch Caillou. And Caillou, as it turns out, is absolute garbage. Sure, kids seem to love it. But for anybody older than five years old, the show is downright painful to watch. Don't show this to children. They will enjoy this show. And you will be forced to put up with it for years. Years, I tell you. This guy has... <laughs> This guy has seen some things, huh? It's like he's been to the war. Um, nah, dude, 4 out of 10. Are you mad? Average rating. That is shocking. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Those episode ratings, 3.3 out of 10. Ugh, that is rough. What did, what did they have against that show? It's very peaceful, isn't it? 2.7 out of 10. To be fair, though, only seven people rated that episode. Okay. But still, that, that was a 2.1. 2.1 out of 10. Oh, my God. These people are evil. 2.6. What are those ratings? I grew up watching Caillou. How dare you? Oh, my days. Ugh. That's rough. Dude. Well, anyways, um, <laughs> that really surprised me right there. Um, oh, I'm tired. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm a little tired. I still have uni at freaking 6 p.m. With the uni, uh, well, he, he was a teacher at my old school and we went to Dublin. So it was pretty funny. So, yeah, um, oh, dude. Um, but yeah. How did I get to Caillou? Uh, anyways, get, getting back to the movies that I watched. They're all fantastic. Well, guess what, though? Guess what, though? Guess what, though? Uh, and I have to talk about this because I saw it. Of course, you guys know what I'm about to talk about. Uh, on Saturday, uh, Sunday. <laughs> it, was on, it was on Sunday, right? On Sunday, I watched a movie. In the movie theater, I finally watched it. Finally, it was available in Germany, man. Oh, it's so annoying that it wasn't beforehand. That would have definitely seen it before then. Well, whatever. I watched uh, Venom. Let there be carnage. I saw that film. Yeah, the sequel to the first Venom film. I like the first Venom film. I gave that film a 5 out of 10. Why? Because it wasn't good, but it was fun. It was entertaining. It was wildly entertaining. The first Venom film. And yes, I can say the exact same thing about Venom Let There Be Carnage. However, 
I was wishing for more than just stupid fun, stupid entertainment. This was a real disappointment to me. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to read out my review, uh, my little review I, I wrote. Uh, um, yeah. Why I am so disappointed with the film, unfortunately. So maybe you guys can understand, you know. Uh, so basically, this is what I wrote. Well, that was something. There are phases, phases within this film that are downright terrible. For instance, the first five minutes of garbage. Um, yet other ones which are beautifully executed with a surprising amount of heart. Though granted, there are not that many of those scenes. And to be fair, there are also not that many terrible scenes. There's a lot of mediocrity. Uh, that, that, that's the majority of the film, really. Um, unfortunately, this is your standard by-the-books comic book movie that does nothing. That does absolutely nothing to elevate the genre in any direction, really. Uh, granted, it is still a pretty... Granted, it is still plenty of fun seeing more of Venom, Eddie Brock, and, and all the other characters. I hated the way Cletus became Carnage. Oh my god, that annoyed me so much, you guys don't even understand. It's like, dude, this is the... I, I, I thought we were done with this sort of storytelling. This is pure freaking elementary school. First grade... A first grader would have done a better job. What the heck is this shit? What is your what is your la in innovation? It's all lacking. It's it's not there. It's really disappointing. Tom Hardy is great as always. By the by the way, Woody Harrelson. I forgot to mention this. He is uh, he reminded me quite a bit of the Joker. He had he gave me Joker vibes. But I liked him in the role. I liked him in the role. Um, also, he also reminded me of Hannibal Lecter. Well, that's basically, you know, Joker, I mean, yeah, Joker basically reminds me of Hannibal Lecter. But it's interesting because the, as far as I know, Joker was created first, you know, if we go all the way back, sort of time like, with, with the Joker comic books. When was Dr. Hannibal Lecter created? When was Dr. Hannibal, 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 right? Hannibal Lecter created. 1981. Okay, so that's 10 years before Silence of the Lambs. Um, okay, Han Hannibal Lecter isn't exactly real. He is based off an actual oh my god he's based off of an actual uh individual which is the scariest thing my god oh my god um oops ah shit ah well, come on oh man ah. i don't even know how i would describe this i wish i had a video podcast on whatever it's not important <laughs> um in the 1960s, writer Thomas Harris was visiting the Topo Chico Penitentiary in Nuevo Leon, uh, Mexico, 
while working on a story for Argosy, um, which was an American pulp fiction magazine. Um, that ran for 96 years between 1882 and 1978. Wait, so you're telling me from the 1960s, from the 1960s, based off an actual freaking person, Hannibal Lecter? This is some scary shit, honestly. For sure, 100%. Honestly, ah, and also disgusting. Honestly, ah. Somebody actual, somebody eating actual human beings is ah. Uh, but still though, watch Sons of the Lambs. All right, dude. I talked with my buddy about horror films after Venom, cause I was like, don't you like horror films? Cause that's basically what he had told me, you know. When I asked him, like two years ago, I asked him what type of movies do you like. He said horror films. Then I then he told yeah he then I asked him well which horror films have you seen. I've seen it and it chapter two and then I was like that's it uh, so it was like yeah that's it I was like what <laughs> two films and you consider yourself a fan of that genre then I told him hey watch the conjuring and he was like no I'm not watching that shit and then he fucking told uh, and then he fucking told me about um oh yeah well you know, I'll watch it when you go on roller coasters. And I was like, dude, hey, yo, what the heck? Roller coasters, that's some shit. That's some, that's some actually, like, I'm not suicidal. You're not going to die. You're not suicidal if you watch a horror film. No. And by the way, this is how I watch horror movies. Everything dark in the room and completely crank up the brightness and completely... Full volume, headphones on, and enjoy. This is, that's how I that's how I watch horror films, all right. And that's how I watch every single one of those movies. Um, but he's like, "Hey, yo, it's, it's suicidal to watch films." I'm like, "Dude, no, it's not. No, it's not. You're not gonna die from watching horror film. You might die if you go on a roller coaster because that shit ain't safe." They're not safe. They're constantly accidents happening. Yeah. I'm not going on that shit. It's stupid anyways. Like you're, you're, you're going back. To, it's, not, it's not like you're going from point A to B. You're going from point A to point A. It's dumb. You're la you're, 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 like there's no purpose to it. It's stupid. It's basically driving around in a circle. I'm like, why would, you, why would I want to do that? You know? Yeah, that's like if you watch the movie, uh, but for two hours straight, but it was uh, freaking 24 times the exact same five minute scene uh, playing all over again, 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 24 times that same five minute sequence for two hours straight and then you're done. And then I'm like, what's this? What's this for? Why? Why did I just do that? That was a complete waste of my time. Exactly. That's exactly what roller coasters are. Yeah, why would I want to go on them? Watch a horror film. You'll get to explore a story. You'll watch something that everybody knows and uh, loves and talks about. By the way, 
I don't know why, but there are so many girls who actually absolutely love horror movies. I don't get it. Like, why horror? I mean, I, I really enjoy horror films too. Um, and, you know, I'd watch it with my girl, the one that I don't have. Um, but I don't understand, like, what's going on? Why horror films? Like, you want to be scared? But you, then you're not looking at the screen. And I'm like, you're not really watching it if you're constantly looking away. You're like, bitch, go watch the film. All right? And I'll call you a bitch if you're a guy too, all right? If you're not watching the film, I'm going to call you a bitch. <laughs> that was a polite, that was a polite bitch. Yeah, I, I'm going to call you a bitch. Um, yeah, watch the film. Watch The Conjuring. You got to watch that. Like The Conjuring is on that level where... It's like, it's on that level, I feel like, with the Silence of the Lambs, um, almost. Now, I'm not saying as far as quality goes, quality goes, what was that? Um, maybe not quite, eh. I really have to rewatch the Silence of the Lambs, you know? Yeah. Because what makes the Silence of the Lambs to me so great is actually a side story. That's the Dr. Hannibal Lecter stuff. But it's not the main story, though. Which is a bit of a hmm situation, you know? I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that, to be honest. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's, that, that, that's definitely a film that I really want to revisit and determine whether it's actually great or whether it's just, uh, you know, like a lot of people out there, when it, when it comes to The Dark Knight, they're persuaded that it's a great film because of Heath Ledger. Well, yes, he was great in the film, but The Dark Knight is way more than just Heath Ledger's Joker. So, and that's kind of a similar situation with The Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs only has Anthony Hopkins as Donald, uh, Dr. Hannibal Lecter in it for like 10 minutes. Total runtime, you know? Total time, 10 minutes roughly. Screen time of uh, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. The rest of the film, the film is like, uh, I don't know, 100 minutes, 110, probably 120 minutes long. Maybe 118. <clears throat> I don't know. Is it longer? I don't know. Is it around two hours long? All right. What's what's 10 minutes out of two hours? All right. So he's a side character. That's what he is. Just like uh, the Joker. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to... Yeah, because the main character is uh, Bruce Wayne, and uh, any anybody else other than the main character is a side character. Now he's the main villain, true, but he still doesn't have that many scenes. Heath Ledger, you know, I'm talking about him in in uh, the Dark Knight. I actually wish he had more scenes in it. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he was so good and so electrifying, man. But the film, The Dark Knight itself, I don't think is as great as... I don't think it has aged great. I feel like the more you watch it, the more you just realize, yeah. I, I, well, I'll say this about The Dark Knight. This is not supposed to be without The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, first half, great. Second half... Alright, it's alright. The second half is alright. The first half is great overall. 
good but not great film. That's my opinion on it. But doesn't mean that you know, it doesn't mean that you have to agree with me, right? Uh, so, anyways, going back to Venom: Let There Be Carnage. Overall, uh, Venom: Let There Be Carnage left me feeling a little disappointed, a little disappointed, despite its tremendous entertainment factor, which is why I rated a high five out of ten. That's right, I gave it a high five. I might actually downgrade it in retrospect from a high five to just a normal five, I guess. Um, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, um, anyways, uh, what did I want to, hold on, I'm currently distracted dude because I'm on my phone, can you tell? Probably can, right? Uh, should put it away, but there's the stuff where I have my stuff, my freaking things to talk about on. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to mention... One of the biggest things missing from Venom Let There Be Carnage is the brutal violence. It wasn't there. It's a PG-13 rated film and it shows, it shows. Where's my rated R action? I, wa I didn't really miss it in the first Venom film. Maybe because it was an origin film. And um, it didn't... I don't know. I guess maybe I didn't feel the need of it. But I wish that second Venom film had that rated R, raging, brutal, gory, bloody violence in it. You know, that you expect from a movie like Venom, let there be carnage. If you're gonna have carnage and Venom in your film, you better make that shit R-rated. Otherwise, it's not... Yeah, I, I know, I, I'm about to use that word, realistic. It's not really believable, otherwise, you know. So, I don't know. Overall, yeah, I was definitely disappointed by Venom Leather because, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, that was uh, kind of annoyed me, the fact that I did not get to see more. You know, it was also a bit short coming in at 90 minutes, um, <clears throat> and it also there was no story. Like the, f the story was weak. It was weak. <clears throat> and they also didn't really know what to do with some of the characters introduced in the first film. <clears throat> like Anne, you know. Um, they didn't know what to do with her. No. And then she was just kind of a throwaway character where it was like, what you're giving me you don't have to give me what I want for that character's future. You don't have to do that. But you're not giving me anything that's satisfying, really. You're leaving me feeling empty. And that is a huge uh, letdown, really. It's a, it's a big letdown, honestly. Absolutely is. Um, 
But yeah. Well, I guess that's just that's just how it is sometimes, you know. Yeah. When you go to the, to a movie theater, and I like try thinking about it, which film do I think is better, Dune or Venom? Let there be carnage. I don't know. That's the truth. That's the truth. Uh, maybe Venom Let There Be Carnage. I know it sounds crazy, right? Um, but maybe not. Like, I had more fun with Venom Let There Be Carnage, but Dune might be a little better. But I thought Dune was pretty boring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stretched forever. You know what's funny? You guys know uh, that um, I don't get. First of all, I don't get how that movie is still getting those great reviews. I don't understand that at all. Um, <clears throat> like, come on, it's sitting on a on IMDb. It's sitting on an eight point three out of ten. Um, being rated one of the making it one of the highest rated films of all time on IMDb and I'm just looking at this shit and I'm like you gotta be kidding me this shit is stupid the fact that this is on an 8.3 get the freak out of here man oh the update is done nice let's go champ tight Wait, is this a US keyboard? Hold on. I don't want that because uh, I need quets, uh, not uh, quetis, which is the international one, obviously. Ah, no, 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 no. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's correct. It's correct, guys. It's correct. Don't worry about it. Um, edit widgets. Jeez. Okay. Oh, I could even add, add a uh, freaking add a podcast into it. Look at that. Ooh. Bloody sexy. Look at that. That looks sexy. That new interface of Mac OS. Check this out. Jeez. Okay. Um, all right, then. There you go. Software update done. I swear, those background pictures or those um, wallpapers on uh, freaking mac os is there are some of the most beautiful things i've ever seen like i've never seen those things on windows nah never that's a ridiculous argument <laughs> but it's the truth it's the truth the wallpapers are way nicer genuinely are so artistic and interesting and vibrant colors and oh dude give me a break uh, yeah, okay. That, yeah, that's it. That's it uh, for punk. No Yeah, so yeah, I just wish it was I don't know Venom let there be carnage uh, I Hope you're gonna do more in the future As in offer me a good story which the story was not good. It was not good. Give me a break. Oh shit was Huge disappointment, that's what it was. A huge disappointment. A huge disappointment. But that was Venom. Let there be carnage for me. Did you guys enjoy it? Let me know.
Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. Again, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't bloody enough. It wasn't violent enough. It wasn't interesting enough. Story was too weak. The way the villain becomes the villain was trash. Um, some of the conflicts between... There's a conflict between um, Venom and Eddie Brock was laughable, reminded me of Iron Man 2. Um, uh, it was not good. Uh, villain himself, I mean, was, eh, it was okay, I guess. Not that good, though. They didn't know what to do with some of the side characters like Anne. They had she was a basically a waste, pretty much. Uh, I loved way more what what they did with her character in the first Venom film. Uh, there was a police character whose name I've already forgotten because you know whatever, uh, forgettable I guess. Um, didn't need to include him in that film whatsoever. I did not think that character was needed at all. Complete, total, throwaway character. Um, just so many things wrong with that film. I, I, I'm like, dude, I can name you these things, like, just one by one by one. And I'm not, I've not written this down, by the way. What I've just did. What I've just done. No. So, ah. Uh, bums me out. It bugs me. I'm disappointed. And those are my feelings on Venom Let There Be Carnage. So, yeah. Ugh. 5 out of 10. Heck, I'm not even calling that shit a, f a high 5 anymore. Nah. Mm -mm, doesn't deserve it. The first Venom film, I think, deserves a high 5. This one, a, norm a normal 5. Heck, maybe even a low 5. Alright. That was it for my review of Venom Letter Be Carnage. I think I've done enough for, for this week as far as the length of the podcast is concerned. I mean, 90 minutes, that's long enough, right? I most definitely think so. Hope you guys enjoyed. Everybody, please stay safe. Take care and work on them.